Welcome to the show, everybody. I have with me tonight the infamous Maddie G. He's with me again. I don't know about that. And after much laughter and trying to compose ourselves, we are here doing the show for you. Hola. Hola, que tal? Como estas? El baño. <laughs> That's his only word. Here we go again. Or we could say, anyong haseyo. He doesn't know Korean. No so. idea. <laughs> okay. So, um, wanted to continue with some of the stories that he has of things that he has encountered in his life. Um, and I'm going to start out with asking some questions here. Um, you were telling me about a story from Bon Air. It's kind of a continuation of last week. Mm. There was a, there were a couple other stories he wanted to. He had mentioned to me after we got off the, off the show, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Why didn't we say that when we were doing this?" Um, one was about a woman that was in Bonaire in a window. Yeah. Um, now, now, first off, I want to uh, reiterate uh, what Bonaire or where Bonaire is. Uh, it, it's it's part of a, a series of islands off the coast of Venezuela. Um, in the in the Caribbean or Caribbean Sea, however you want to say it. So there's uh, the ABC Islands, Aruba, Bonaire, Curacao, and Bonaire is a coral reef island. And I was lucky enough as a young man to be able to to see my grandparents that lived on this island. Um, the uh, the window that I'm talking about uh, is part of a cottage that was you know within this complex that my grandfather i don't even know how the heck he built it i mean this was uh he found this place i i believe in the 70s it was a few bearing walls and <laughs> with a whole lot of elbow grease and and coral he somehow built like you know, what six different buildings so it's kind of <laughs> kind of a cool story but anyway this cottage area for a few years wasn't uh used so it kind of had that Scooby-Doo feel when you looked through the windows. It had uh, a lot of the furniture and stuff had had sheets over it, and and you know different like moving blankets and such. But I would have to walk across this cottage and and like this this front patio area that was all stoned out, and we're talking it's probably about a good fifty sixty feet to get down across this bank uh, along the reef to do fishing. So. There was this one day, um, it's it's sunny, it's you know, probably midday or so, and I'm fishing out there, you know, cool little man, but I don't know, 16, 17 years of age. And I remember looking over to my left at this window, and <laughs> without a doubt, there's a woman staring right back at me. And to this day, I mean, nothing menacing, nothing, you know, foreboding, but there is clearly a woman standing in the window, just staring at me like, you know, you would stare at someone that would be fishing alongside your home. But uh, to this day, I, for some reason, I still think about that woman in that window and what the rock was she doing there? Because there were stories about my grandmother seeing, seeing individuals in that house. And my grandmother was a person that would just, you know, she was very matter of fact. She would just tell the thing to go away, and I guess it did. But ironically, after those moments, my grandparents never stayed in that cottage ever again. So, so describe the woman. What did she look like? Oh, uh, uh, just uh, she had uh, darker hair. Um, uh, she was, uh, uh, you know, fair complected, and just staring out a window. Was her hair long? 
Short? It was it, 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 <clears throat> shoulder length. And was she older? Uh, no, no, she was, uh, she's probably, uh, in her thirties. Uh, it looked like she had like a, like a white blouse or something on just, just standard, a standard woman in your window. That wasn't really there. That it, no, she there, shouldn't have been there. Well, Cause the, the whole place was locked down. We weren't allowed in there. I mean, there were times yeah. that my older brother and I, we would get in there, you know, just to, cause we were dumb kids, but, but for the most part you could not, yeah, you couldn't get into that. Like it, so, it, 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 it was locked down. There was nobody in there. Did she have a ghostly appearance to her? No, no. She was a, she was a, it, it would full be a, bodied yeah, full body, just a person. And she's there. just staring at you. Yeah, just staring at me. Now, was this the cottage? Did he build this, build this cottage as yes, well? Yes, Okay. Wow. But, but like, like I said, all the bearing walls, like, like there were, there were, I think, uh, I think there were, there were four different structures where they had bearing walls mm -hmm. and then they just, you know, they, they added floors, you know, added. You so know, they were roofs. like shells and then. Yeah. They, yeah. Okay. And then they came in and, and, and basically, you know, took over the site and, and started constructing. So easily could have been haunted. You know, that's supposed to be the new parasite is, um, with parapsychology and colleges, they're giving college courses now, which Matt actually wanted to be a parapsychologist. That's what yeah. he wanted to do. And, um, well, I, I, I was one of those eighties kids with that, uh, that, that, that time life series of, uh, unexplained things or mm -hmm. unknown. Th and I, I still have about four or five of those books still. I mean, they, right. they were, they were fascinating, fascinating. Books. Well, they, you also watch like the X Files and stuff like that. He liked that, you know those those shows, which I well, coast didn't... to coast AM. Oh, coast to coast. Shout is out to the George Nori. Yeah, they're the best. Coast to coast. Is Art awesome. Bell. Yeah, definite shout out to them. They're they're just the bomb, and they talk about everything. Ian Punnett. There was one on there that girl that I don't want to get into this yet, but um, we'll do this on another show. But I a girl that was on there that. Actually, she regularly used Ouija boards, and she was regularly, like, consulting with real demons that were giving her information, even connecting her to other people that got her far ahead in life. And it's it, fascinating. So her name was also Tracy. But it really, it was on Coast to Coast, and I, I that was a really fascinating one. Well, well those Ouija boards, I, I mean, I know they say Parker Brothers and all that stuff, but I'm telling you what, man, I, I would steer clear of Ouija boards. Oh, yeah. They're, gate, they're definite gateways. You have to be out of your mind New. to use something like that. Um, we had, I'm just, I'm looking here. Matt had also had um, the house that we live in. He had in almost another encounter with another woman. That showed up in the bedroom. Oh, you mean, uh, well, here upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, when uh, we, we first moved in, um, uh, and I, I, this this must have been probably a few weeks after because, you know, all the beds were together, mm -hmm. you know, because, I mean, when you first move into a place, you know, that, that that's a trying time, man. You got, you got stuff everywhere, things in boxes, you know, you can't find the spatula. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just <laughs> a complete disarray. But uh, um, I I remember that at least the beds were together because I was I was upstairs in, in our bed, which our bed's fantastic by the way, and I was I was sleeping, and I remember get I remember you know getting ready whatever I woke up, and uh, there was a there was a woman in the bedroom, uh, wearing a purple dress, and now when I say dress, it's more it more almost like like a two piece thing, like where you have like the purple shirt that's like a long sleeve, and then you got like kind of like a skirt thing going on. Matches. Yeah, and, and they and they, they kind of matches a little bit, 
it, I mean, so it's not it's not like a dress per se. Like they're not like you know in a gown or nothing. And uh, and and this woman had had white hair, uh, long, extremely long, but just unkempt. Like it was just awful. Like she she needed to see Vidal in the worst way. Gray hair. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, almost white. Almost like like white hair. Mm-hmm. Like 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 someone scared the bejesus out. You know. Mm-hmm. Like like she she had like white hair. And, and, and her expression was, she was just looking at me. Like there was, I mean, there was nothing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, as, as, as quickly as I saw her, she was gone. Wow. And, and, and that's when I, I spoke of, uh, when I would mow the yard and stuff, like putting wards on the property and right. things like that is that, is that I just felt that, you know, with the house sitting as long as it did and things like that, you know, sometimes entities mm-hmm. attach themselves. So I, oh, we've had so, so much activity. So there was no ill will. There was no none of that. And and you know what? That was the that was like the last time, except for like a like a a glint of the seeing glimmer. her again. Yeah. And 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 that was and and like I said though, there was no malice on the face, no weird, you know, like like nothing seemed you know malevolent or nothing like that. It was just mm-hmm. it was it, it was just a a woman that was there. Mm-hmm. And and uh, after I you know. I get in my head, uh, you know, I, I, I try to protect stuff, you know, mm-hmm. after that, it was, it was no problem. Now, and I've always felt great in the property, to be honest. We, we have a, when he said our bed was great, just to clarify, we've got this huge sleigh bed that's a king size. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. thing is beautiful. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a gorgeous it's, bed. It's a great bed. You know, but it's a good it, investment. Uh, yeah, it was a yeah, good I'm bed. I'm telling you what, man, yeah. you always take care of your feet. And buy yourself a good bed. Yeah, that's a great bed. It looks it's a it's a really neat sleigh bed. It's got leather in it, and and it's got wood, and it's a beautiful bed. But um, now I wasn't in the room with you when that happened, was I? No, no. You were alone. You woke yes. up alone. Yes. But the one night I was with you, Matt had bought me this really uh-huh. beautiful bouquet of flowers. I forgot about this. And. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm very sentimental. I don't ever want to let go of anything. It seems like that he gets me. Like I don't care if it's a piece of paper. We still have on. the bouquet. In I mean, the other room. we still have this bouquet in the other room. And that's been what? It's 10, still in the vase. It's been a while. The water was dumped out, but it dried out. It turned into dried flowers. Right. So I had it in the room for a long time, and finally, he just he came to me one day and he was like, you know, I really need you to get that bouquet of flowers out of the room. And I was like, why? You know, I want it in there. It's, it, I want to keep it. It's sentimental, you know? <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me with you. I just have to hold on to every freaking thing, you know? I mean, it's ridiculous. Even when he was, we were first together, he went away to Michigan and I stole his shorts and t-shirt and a sweatshirt that I still have, I think, somewhere. We yeah. keep stealing it back from yeah. each other. And, um, and <laughs> I kept them, but I mean, it was so funny, but. I he, love my Umbro shorts. Yeah, they, they were, were Umbros. Awesome. I have them somewhere, yeah. but you're not getting them back Whatever. unless you find them. Whatever. So, um. Uh, they're reversible. They, they were, were awesome. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> they were awesome. They are awesome. I'll be wearing them yeah, a lot. I guess. So anyway, um, so I used to sleep in those umbros of that sweatshirt every night uh-huh. when you went to Michigan. Uh-huh. So, uh, so anyway, what happened was there was this point where I guess I was in his arms sleeping, and he literally woke up out of a sleep, and he saw something, and it was the flowers. So you you tell you me were, what, uh, well. Um, and and this is okay. All I can say is this: if you ever saw Beetlejuice, okay, where uh, the character played by Alec Baldwin, when they were trying to scare people, he like elongated his face. It was like real pointy, almost looking like a pterodactyl. pterodactyl yeah. Well, 
I I'm I'm looking at these flowers that, that's that's on uh like like a like a high a high dresser. And these flowers are no longer flowers. They're like starting to kind of like move and kind of like shimmer and shake. And and I'm telling you what, man, it ended up almost being like like a baby pterodactyl that was that was you know kind of like sleeping that was like tucked into itself and it was like just shimmering and shaking and it was kind of like coming too like it was waking up and i remember sitting on the end of, on the end of the bed looking at this thing and and off in the distance tracy's like matt matt and i'm and i'm just staring at these flowers that are no longer flowers it, it's this bird thing and then and then I don't know, it just kind of all like phased back into the flowers. And I remember looking at Tracy and Tracy going, are you okay? And I was like, I don't know. You know, th those flowers yeah. were not flowers there for a bit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to the bathroom, put, <laughs> splash some water on my face. But I don't think you told me immediately that you saw it because the way I remember it, and I might be wrong about this, but I remember you were bugging me about getting the flowers out of the bedroom and then you finally told me why but it was like a couple weeks before oh, you really? actually told me well, the, why well, it was the, bothering the, that you that might have been the latter conversation yeah that, that i was like man these <laughs> for some reason these flowers are really getting to me well you i think you said like you didn't want to tell me because you thought i would think you were nuts which you know all the stuff that's happened to us, we never think each other's nuts. <laughs> no, no, but I, yeah, but you know? I, I distinctly remember you, like, like when I was seeing this thing, and you were in the room with me. Mm -hmm. That that you were you were questioning, what are you? Because I was visible. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it was a while. It was it was a good thirty seconds, and I'm staring at these flowers that weren't flowers anymore. Right. Okay. It was it was some kind of 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 demon or creature i don't know or man a weird but it had such a long beak it was it was it was insane That's looking so crazy. and it had these 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 large sunken in eyes and it, it was just it, and it looked oh like it was God. sleeping with this like its beak nose thing like tucked into its wing and it just was just like oh like shivering God. like shaking and and I'm I'm looking at this thing going, wow. Yeah, I don't think you told me at that right. moment exactly what was that's going right. on. <laughs> and then you wanted me to get him out, and then you well, finally said, "This is what happened to me the night go. that we woke up, and you were looking at me funny." Well, actually, I think I removed the flowers myself. You and, did, and put them into the computer. I wouldn't room. move them, and then right. you did. And I was like, "No, these things gotta go. Yeah, they gotta go." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you finally moved them over, and then I put them up on the That's right. shelf, and they've just stayed there. And yeah. I drained all the water; they're completely yeah. dried out, but they turned into dried flowers. Right. You know, but it was just such a special birthday when you gave them to me and stuff. It was really neat for me, so I was like, "Well, you know, you know, peach roses." You know. No, I mean, well, well, I mean, you've got me lots of flowers, but I mean, this was it was just a really cute memory, and I, know, I just, I know. I mean, we usually keep the vases and not the flowers. But, but that also might have been the first uh, birthday for you here. It might have been. It might yeah. have been. Yeah. 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 Which now was, we own the place, so yeah. You know, it's kind of like a sound metal thing. The, the, and wait, I had, um, I had an experience not long after that. I remember I was I was talking to Matt, and I walked down the steps, and literally just I fell down the steps, and I remember feeling like your door was open. The door upstairs was open. Our door. And I was walking down the steps and I remember literally I felt something shoved me down the steps. Like something kicked me and kicked my feet went right out from under me. And I went down 
and I looked at you and you were standing in the door and you were like, I said, Matt, I swear to you, somebody just kicked me down the steps. And, and I made it clear that I was extremely too far away to be the person. No, I knew that. that. <laughs> no, I, I know. know. But, I oh know. my God. My just, falls crack I, him I know, up so I know, much. I know. Every time I fall, he laughs at me so much. He always says I fall in slow motion. Yeah, but I always wonder when, when that did happen. Mm-hmm. Now, was that around the same time where I saw someone in the bedroom? Yeah, it was close and, around and it, then. it was before things started getting, like, cleaner around here. You know, like, yeah, like, you know it wasn't saying? as busy. Like, it hasn't been as active. Right, exactly. Although, now you're experiencing more things out in the garage area. Well, right, but there's also other things going on, too. Yeah, yeah, but so. still, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, he thinks, like, there's a lot of negativity because of like just the area and stuff, but I don't think. Well, that's I, the I, case. I I believe that as far as you know connection and stuff, you know that the last eighteen months for darn near the whole entire globe, mm-hmm. you know, you know that energy has to go somewhere. I know. Okay, so so whatever is out there that is feeding on that must be just eaten <laughs> eaten well. I know. You know. Okay. Right now, the the darkness has got has has its pick of the litter it, yeah. it can eat as much as it wants as long as it wants it's end end time you know, stuff man because that's, you know that's what it is. With, with with the environment that has been created mm-hmm. uh it's it's game on i know and and uh a lot of us just have to i don't know man you gotta it's always been there it's just that now it's like it's it's becoming more in your face where they don't it's like these entities demons whatever's going on it it's like they no longer care that they're being seen oh, oh yeah, that, they no longer care about the right. anonymity or whatever you say the word i can never pronounce it right i can't but, um, i can't say it's, it's like, like a tongue like twister to me anonymity like a, or whatever <laughs> anonymity <laughs> like like yeah, don't you hurt sound yourself like, don't you hurt sound yourself like emo from finding yeah, emo. Anonymity. <laughs> they, they can't they just they can't um they don't care about being you know secretive anymore and even the government is getting to the point where they just don't care anymore no and and it doesn't they don't care and the the hardest thing is to is to stay vigilant Mm -hmm. and and to try to maintain what you think is right because nowadays you don't know what's real or not what's not real i know i mean they can create i mean everything you see on tv everything you see in any media is all produced right okay it's what it's, they want it's you been to see. produced okay whether it's you know th- those those victim people that are actors that act like someone you know stole i mean it's all produced mm-hmm. you know to create and to drive and to you know manifest you know a certain kind of you know outcome right so that's where it's, well. It's crazy stuff. That's why you, you have to make the best of it. The sp- we had an, an experience too. Matt, <laughs> he will not leave me alone about my spirit box. Like he, he bought me a spirit box for my birthday one year when I was really getting into ghost well, hunting. Ghostbusters is very important. No, it wasn't Ghostbusters. It well, was, the movie is very important to me and I got you this ghost hunting. And I was you haven't used it. Constantly watching like... um. I mean, when you have these encounters, a lot of the time what happens is you, you go searching for answers. You you want to know if other people are out there that have these encounters, that have, you know, things that they're seeing and feeling the same <clears> stuff <throat> you are, you know. And that's a lot of the reason 
why people get interested in this stuff. I mean, some people just like to be scared. You know, they like a good scary ghost story and they really don't believe it, you know. And then there's this other whole other, you know, group of people that like myself and Matt that have had just countless experiences and you know, well, you need to connect to other people to know that you're not crazy, yeah, you know? When, when you've been touched and touched more than once, yeah. uh, you, you know, it kind of raises some, you know, you know, bells and whistles, go, you know, you know, it's like, you know, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Like, where's it coming from? You know, what does it mean? Right. Uh, and then that poses more questions and then that more questions. And it's like, you know, know. You, you just start going down this rabbit hole that, that doesn't really seem to yield any light. Well, we had, Matt got me a spirit box one year for my birthday, a, a ghost hunting box. And I was actually, you know, a member of a paranormal team, but I never was actually involved in doing anything with them because we just never got enough people for the group at the time. And so, you know, that was part of the reason why he got it for me too. <clears throat> and although we didn't need to be members of any team, we, <laughs> we had enough stuff that we never had to be members of any team. They just come to us, you know? Yeah, but the, the main reason why so, we didn't use it is along the, the same lines as the Ouija board. Yeah. Is that we don't want to open up anything or invite anything, you know, because kind of like, you know, it, you know, there ain't going to be no problem if you don't go look for no problem. But we did use it a couple a, times. A few times, a few times. We, we had the time we did at our old the one house we had we had had a couple moves we had had you know during the course of us being together it's been like 24 years we've had maybe five residences and every residence we lived in there was always something going on something really really strong going on in every place we've ever lived so we we then you know through our research and talking to people and stuff we we figured out that we're we have you know medium um, capabilities where they're drawn to us because we're like a, a beacon of light because we can see them and feel them and hear them and we're those people that are open to it like we can feel it some people aren't and they're the lucky ones in my opinion um, but the one house we lived in we he didn't have the spirit box then but we had a tape recorder mm -hmm. remember and we were down in the basement we decided we were going to try it out and you tell the story because I don't. I mean, I don't know the details like you do. Like you remember them better than I do. Yeah, no, and and now if I remember, this is Euclid. Yeah, yeah, okay. it was Euclid. We had all. You, and I want to interrupt you. Mm -hmm. I did a research on Euclid one time. This mm -hmm. is so weird. We lived at this house, and there was a number. I'm not going to give the number because obviously you don't want to get too personal. But um, it was on Euclid Avenue, and I literally Googled the same exact number mm -hmm. and street name. There was an exact house with that address that was known to be extremely haunted out in California. What? Extremely haunted. And I thought, isn't that weird? Because do you remember the story when they rebuilt the Amityville horror movie? The set, they rebuilt the house to make the new Amityville movie. Right. Because, they rebuilt because, the house. People identical. Live, live, people live in the old one. Right. But they like had the to original. rebuild a new set. And they were like, you're not filming nothing. So right. they so rebuilt they the exact it, right? house. Right. And they had all kinds of hauntings at the new place on the new set. That's crazy. There was all kinds That's of crap right. that went down with these actors. That's right. And they couldn't believe it because this is a brand new house in an area that's never been haunted before. So what my, you know, what I, what I was thinking about was, is there, are there connections when there's an address 
with the same name? Are they, are they portals? That are they be, portals? That would be bizarre. Isn't that crazy? So aside from that, right, I just that, wanted that, to that, kind of touch good. on that. But that was something that had always fascinated me because when I had Googled, I, not Googled, but I just typed in the the uh, the name of the house. I usually use AOL anyway. I'm not a big, I'm not right. as much of a Google. I'm always AOL. I use AOL for everything because I'm so, I'm old fashioned, yeah, I guess. AOL. But, um, so, uh, awesome. so they, uh, they used, um, or they, it, it pulled up this address and, and, and just, complete haunting like i'm talking off the charts in fact i'll have to when we get off the phone and even if it's not tonight well i'll show you you're gonna it's gonna blow your mind well yeah but, it was uh, severely haunted. right but, but but uh euclid was i think that was built in like 1909 mm-hmm. and then the house behind it was mimic right because right. that whole corner yeah was a family like plot thing yeah so uh, even eric's house that that was added on to mm-hmm. that had a, had a similar mm-hmm. style to it. That was neat. But Our the, houses were really yeah, neat. but the house right behind us was identical. I know. It's just the side porch was on the back, right? Whereas ours was on the side, and our yard was so much better. We had such oh, a great God, yard, yeah. but we, um, yeah, it was just it was a really cool place. But um, so get into like what happened with the guy that when we heard, you know. Well, um, I, I think we turned off all the lights mm-hmm. and went down, and we went down in the basement because the basement obviously had the most activity, right? And it was it was over by the boiler, which man, boilers! I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like magnetic stuff they let off. It's a dark corner, you know, and and it's got energy or heat. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but. You know, even in the movies, you know, that's where the clown guy comes from. It's it's always by the boiler, man. And 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 we had that boiler that was that was, you know, adjacent to where the the laundry area was. And I remember us we were in there, we were asking questions, and we were doing something that I wish most of those people would do is just shut up. Allow the demons to talk. They're always talking in the den and, and you never hear what the things say, you know. Mm-hmm. So we were quiet for a while. We didn't say nothing, mm-hmm. right? You know, just talking here and there. And then when we went upstairs, I think, weren't there three clear phrases? Oh, oh something was like, uh, was, uh, uh, what was it? Oh, one of them was along the lines of like, like, please leave or leave now or something. The other one uh, had the name James, like, like uh, uh, no, it's James. And, and, we and, asked the name. Yeah. He said James. James. You could hear it as clear, clear as day. And, 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 and that's the same stuff I took to my younger brother who had those those audio files where he could break things down. Mm-hmm. And, and those things just spiked. Mm-hmm. And, and we were quiet. There, there was no noise. Not, everything was turned off in the house. And lights were off. There was no hum. And, and these were clear, distinct phrases. Yeah. And you're like, okay, now where does that come from? Okay, you can't make you it and up. I didn't hear nothing. Right. Okay. Although there was one moment where we kind of we kind of looked at each other, and and we and, heard something move. And then when we were upstairs, we were like, "Oh my god, that's when that thing moved." Mm-hmm. So it's the light, we were we were never in our basement when it was dark. No, and, and we could barely see the hand in front of our face when we were down there. Black. It was pitch black. Yeah. yeah. And then you went upstairs first, and then that's when the thing told me to leave. Would I stay down there? Yeah, and and I was like, I'm not leaving, whatever. And I was getting all ballsy, and then that's what. And I never heard nothing. I never heard anything. So then I finally we went back upstairs and we reviewed the tape, 
and we were just our jaws just dropped. Like, yeah, because you could hear as clear as day. But and then the, the worst part about ever, it, it was like the first time we ever did. And then we were like, we're never doing this again. <laughs> that was the first time, man. We're not. We're not jumping. We up. never. We tried it one other time with the actual spirit box at our house that we moved into after that for a short. We had a house that we just stayed in for a short spell till we knew where we were going to be, and we tried it there, but we didn't. I don't really know if we got any. I don't think, but it was that just seconds. We weren't there long at no, all. No. And it wasn't pitch black. It was, it was no. daytime, I think, yeah, or something. It was daytime. But this, but we had done after this happened with the whole James thing, we did some research on the previous owners. Oh. And there was a relative named James. James. Yeah. And we were just like, oh my gosh. Like, I it won't was say so, his last name. Right. But they, uh, wasn't, it the, wasn't it the brother of the owner? I think so. It was, it was a brother of the owner. It was one of the brothers, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, yeah. his last and it name. Was like, his last name was the same right. as the owner's last name. Yeah. I was like, what in the yeah. world? Yeah, like, just, why are you here? That was you know? bananas. Yeah, because yeah. you don't know if he lived there. Or... Yeah, or maybe he was killed there. But you didn't know. <laughs> no, he wasn't no, killed. No, no he I, I don't know, but it's just, we keep We keep very good sense of humor yeah. about all this yeah. craziness although the me. floor in that basement was painted red which was, was always freaky. weird yeah. which was always weird i always said why was the floor yeah. in this basement painted red yeah. and i would make it you know oh it was awful like, what is this all it about? was really like was oh god goofy. it was creepy but we had a lot of a lot of stuff happened in that house a lot of a lot of just a lot of stories and i've told a lot of them already on here you oh, know okay. for the listeners okay. i've told a lot you know but I just, it's nice to get, you know, when you're telling stories, it's nice to also get the other people, one that had the experience either with you or that, you know, had the experience personally, you know, so it's always nice to do that. Well, yeah. 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 Hey guys, um, we will be right back after a brief word for Anchor. And we're back. So Matt was talking tonight about a story he had encountered in an area, I believe it's in New York, in Breezy Point. Oh, in Brooklyn. Yes. Yes. Let's Breezy. hear this story. Breezy Point. Okay. <clears throat> now you understand, when, when you're in Brooklyn, and it's uh, it's like 85, 86, 1985, 86. Is this 85, 86 degrees? No, or? that's why I clarify. <clears throat> yeah, we need okay. to know exactly what you're talking about. When you're about. a young boy of you know, 10, 11, 12 in Brooklyn... And you're with your friends with bicycles and such. There's like a dozen of you. Like you're like a pack of wolves. Okay. So there were times in the summer when school let out, which it was really weird, man. When I went to the Midwest, mm -hmm. school was over like the first week of June. Dude, in the city, we went to school until like, like June 26th. Yeah. Like it was hot as nards outside. We were still going to school. I think that's ridiculous. When they put when they yeah. when they send kids back to school in August, it should never be before September. No, no. But but here's the weird thing: is it, is it? I think we went back to school in September. Like I think it was mm -hmm. after Labor Day we went back to school. And and in in uh, in mid, the Midwest, we went to school at the late end of August. Mm -hmm. It was weird. Anyway, anyway. We get off on tangents. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, Breezy Point was, <clears throat> man. I'm telling you what, man. When we we rode our bike there, it was it was a good hour. I mm -hmm. would say maybe an hour to get there. Okay. I mean, we actually went by like Toys R Us on the Beltway. Like we we were wow. we were away from our neighborhood. Why did you go to Breezy Point? What made you guys go there? Well, um, well, it was it was I don't know. Uh, 
Because you weren't supposed to go there. Well, yeah. What well, uh, Breezy Point was was like a was like an old abandoned like like military base or something because because uh, uh, it, it was along the coast. It was it was just uh, along along the Atlantic there where where Brooklyn is. You had like like Far Rockaway. You had Reese Park, uh, Breezy Point. These were all like uh, ocean front properties, mm-hmm. and uh, Reese uh, Reese Park. I think it was like R I I S Reese Park was this huge, huge beach, huge beach. I mean, I mean, it was ginormous. I mean, I I I can imagine there were probably maybe a hundred thousand people or so there on on the coast at times, and then far Rockaway was up from there. I I don't know northeast west whatever it was in in my mind it was up. Mm-hmm. So you had Breezy Point, Far Rockaway, uh, or uh, Reese Park, Far Rockaway, and. Breezy Point was was a private, like like th- this is where like the like the Notebook movies and stuff were made from. Like there were times that we would, I mean, you, you had to kind of like go in the way back in the end of the property and like lift up, open this fence and then kind of scurry your bike in there. But then when you went in there, man, it was like there were there were roads, uh, there were like uh, bunkers, um, uh, like fallout shelters. Um, like, wow. like, like turret areas that, that, that had like that, you know, almost like in like, like those, those video games where you had like the world war two, like turret holes, like the window that was like, like a concrete square that was maybe like, like a foot high by like four feet long. And then and you would find shell casings and stuff on the floor. Right. So at, at, at some point they did like exercises there or something. Cause I mean, it, it's on the coast, you know? Um, but I mean, there were times that we would see like like uh, uh, private owners and stuff like 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 doing like like fishing, mm-hmm. and they'd be by themselves on the beach, all by themselves fishing. And like, well, it must be nice because you go to far, <laughs> you go to Reese Park, man. There's just people everywhere. Right. You ain't fishing there. You, so you, you guys went to Breezy it. Point one day on your bikes? Oh, um, oh, oh, we 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 went many times. Oh, okay. uh, we we would almost it, it was almost like you know Goonies or something. Like we we would you know all like you know. If we had like a few bucks or whatever, but we'd have like knapsacks with like water mm-hmm. and like a peanut butter sandwich and stuff. Like I mean, like I mean, we were. This was like an adventure, and because uh, mm-hmm. it took so long to get there. I mean, or at least it did. I mean, I, I mean, we're all on BMX bikes, so it, it, we got one gear, and that's kid. It's just kid gear. How however fast a kid can go is how fast a bike can go. Yeah. So uh, we would get there. Uh, there was like this this old uh, convenience store that was off to the side that, you know, we might get some, you know, chips or whatever, but then we would peel back that fence. We'd tuck our bikes in there. And I'm telling you what, man, like there's no less than seven of us. Like there's a lot of kids mm-hmm. getting into this area and then we're just riding our bikes around. Mm-hmm. Well, there, there was this one day. And like I said, we got backpacks, we got flashlights, you know, because they had, they had like these bunker areas where you can get into that went into like, 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 sides of cliffs and stuff okay and they went for a while and they would come out the other side right and 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 they had these big big like cement you know openings like huge walls like the you i mean it it was bizarre i mean like like uh i i don't even know how to describe it i mean it it, it looked like like looking at video games now you know with military stuff that's what it looked like back then but it was it was it was desolate but there was one time where we did get chased out of there by by like a shore patrol or or whatever you know they you know whatever because i mean i assumed it was private property because it was all fenced in 
and obviously we're going in under a fence. So, obviously, you know, we're not supposed to be there. So right. there was one time we got chased out of there. But outside of that, we were there dozens of times and nothing mm-hmm. ever went happened. Who you chased know? you out? A security guard? Yo, yeah. It, it, it was like a, like a, like a, a blazer, okay. you know, some kind of like truck. Okay. And I just it, wonder if it was well, military well, or... We was... just ran away. Okay. They might have not even had any authority. It's just when we were a kid in Brooklyn, you saw someone that looked authoritative, you just ran away. It was, it was, you know, it was like a... What was that show? Uh, Money Python, Search for the Holy Grail. Oh, okay. And when something bad happens, you just run away. Okay, so what happened the day <laughs> right. that you that you had this experience? Well, well um, uh, like I said, there were bunkers that that led into like I mean, it wasn't a mountain; it was like like a, like a mound. Okay. Um, but I mean, I mean, it's a good piece of earth that they decided to build into. Okay. And and it would go on for probably maybe like a hundred yards, but it, it would like it would like twist and turn, and there were like different openings, and and the openings that were uh, toward the sea had like those those windows where you could actually mount something or fire out of or at least look out of, and and then there were like the rooms to the right were just rooms. I mean, it, it was bizarre. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean that the, the rooms that led away from the ocean mm-hmm. were were just like cut out, like barrack rooms. Jeez. And uh, there was one time there was probably like maybe like like I said, probably like six or seven of us, and it went through the mountain or through the hill, whatever. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a mountain. I I don't want to make it sound like it's like Mordor or something. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it it's like the the side of this hill. Okay. But it's a big hill, and that they 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 you know burrowed into. And, uh, uh, and, and sometimes there would, we would step down and then step back up again and, and it went away and we, we had flashlights and stuff. Well, as we're doing this, we left our bikes at the one opening of the, of this complex. And one of the kids would not come in with us. He was like, I'm not coming in. And we're all like, yo man, yeah, come on, come on, man. Come on. In. Cause we're all like kind of baiting them to come in. He said, well, I thought he came in. Okay, so we're all leading through, and 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 I'm second to last. The guy that's last is the kid that that I thought ran into after like after we were in there for a bit. All of a sudden, there was a flashlight behind me that was looking at stuff with me. And as we're going along, we're like, oh, check this out! Oh, check this out! And we're mm-hmm. walking through, and and we're and we're young. We're like you know you know I mean probably the oldest kid there is fourteen. The youngest is probably like ten, and I'm probably like eleven or twelve. So we're moving through this area kind of quickly because it's pitch black. Okay, there's nothing in there, you know, except for some of the light through through some of those uh, those like windows where those turret windows that I was talking about. But outside of that, it's pitch black, and we're walking through, and we finally get to this area that's really black, and we're looking around, and we found some some like casings, some like like bullet casings. So we're picking them up, and I'm 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 telling you what, man, there's a kid behind me shining a, a light. Looking at stuff I'm looking at. He wasn't right? talking to you. He wasn't saying a darn thing. Okay. But he's so you all. thought it was one of your friends. But he, but yes, I think he's one of my friends. We finally get through this whole place. We get out to the other side. And that kid drove, he, like he, he rode his bike all the way around. Because like I said, there's, there's roads and stuff. Like, like It's a complex. He rode his bike all the way around to meet us. Which actually a bunch of the kids gave him crap because he should have been sitting back waiting to watch our bikes. Yeah. Because in Brooklyn, man, you leave your bike out, even in the middle of freaking nowhere, yeah. someone's going to snag it. Right. So, um, 
ironically, we ended up walking all the way around to get our bikes because we didn't go back to the tunnel. Did you? <laughs> because I was the one saying, you weren't in there. And the kid goes, I did not go in the tunnel. And I'm like, and I started freaking out going, yo, man, there was someone behind me the entire time with a flashlight. And you were in the end. And I was at the end. Oh, my God. There was someone behind me the entire time with a flashlight. And they were all like, oh, oh you know, you whatever, whatever. You're just. And I'm like, and I thought that kid was with me the whole time. I, I to this day, you, you know, I, it's, as whatever's my witness. Okay, that kid was behind me the entire time in the in in, in that tunnel area. That's why. And, and when we got out, I was I I mean I was almost white as a ghost when I saw the kid. And I remember this day he, he had like a like a right a, a red shirt on. Yeah. He was on his bike, and we were all like giving him giving him crap. And I was like, "You were with us. You were just with us, man." He's like, "No, I wasn't." And he was like, "Nope, wasn't with us." Whoa. You know that almost sounds angelic. Why? Because a kid that's behind you with a flashlight almost helping to, to illuminate your way and kind of being at the back of the um, line and keep you safe. To, to almost... Like, to oversee your journey through the, the, the tunnel or barracks or whatever it was. So like, so like almost I don't feel like I am the last guy. Well, making the... sure you weren't the last guy. Right. It almost wow. sounds like an angelic encounter. I never, th- I never thought of it. It doesn't like that. sound demonic because no. he had a flashlight. It would have, it would have, like, it would have presented to my mind as a demonic thing had it, he not had a flashlight. Right. That, that it was more of a presence. It was that a was protective just presence. Yeah, but I, I'm telling you what. Uh, there was there was twice where where it was lit up, and yep. I, and, and me and this kid were the only ones in that area. And and what I was looking at was lit up just as much as I was lighting it up. It sounds like it's an angelic encounter to me, because so many people have you know angelic encounters, and they, you know, like they're there one minute, gone the next. Because for them, for it to have a flashlight, that doesn't sound demonic at all. No, that sounds protective. Huh. That sounds like something was watching over you. And 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 that's the only time. Because, I mean, the, that place was a, a decent, I mean, it was mm-hmm. just a, like an open barracks. Right. I mean, it, I mean, it was open. Like there was, it mm-hmm. was, it was like, you know, you could bike along the, uh, the coast for a while. Right. I mean, it, it, I mean, it, yeah, that's, it's a that's large fascinating. Area. That's really fascinating. Hmm. Never thought of that. You had, this is going to be something that you weren't planning and I, I, and it doesn't have to be anything major to talk about this. I just. I wanted you to talk about the guy that you worked with that that lived around Bigfoot that had Bigfoot encounters. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> because that was All just right. so funny. I mean, I don't know All what right. you know about it, but All right. well, it, I'm not just... going to name any names. But this man is, and 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 I saw him not too long ago, so he's still kicking. Did you? Yes, I did. Matt, you got to let me. Well, get no, a hold no, of this guy. no. He drove by, so he's still kicking. Oh, we got to find him. But I mean, that was that was four or five years ago, so he would be seventy nine now. Well, we better find him before he leaves this planet. You know, and and. Um, uh, he, uh, th- this guy is a piece of work. Um, he's he's uh, extremely religious. Okay. Uh, uh, he 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 quotes verses throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, he blesses everyone that he sees. Uh, he chooses to, to do the work he does because he likes to deal with the land, mm-hmm. and and 
and at, at times uh, where I was working, he would do a lot of maintenance work outside. And he's seven, at the time he was 74 years old mm -hmm. and he's like weed whacking and taking out trash. And we would be like, yo, man, will you relax? We'll get this, you know, go change light bulbs or something. You do not have to do this right now, man. You know, you know, I mean, he worked for the place for almost 30 years. So we were like, you know, will you just relax? Mm -hmm. And, and, and this man, I would say, uh, at least every other day would talk and, and, and every, everyone kind of like, like dismissed him with things he told that he spoke of, but he, but he spent his, his entire life in the woods. Um, I think, uh, to that day actually had a, a family plot that was a more or less a cabin in the woods mm -hmm. that, that he stayed at almost every other weekend. And in this cabin, I guarantee you has no heat or electricity. I mean, just by the way he talks about, you know, making sure he has oil and, you know, you know, all those you know, precursors to, you know, a, a life lived, you know, way that's that's in the past. But uh, he, he spoke of just amazing stories of, of, of casting, you know, prints in the mud of three toed, four toed, you know, six toed, you know, big feet uh, of, of being present. And I won't name the mountain, but there's a mountain that's about 45 minutes from where we live that I believe where his cabin is, is around um, that uh, he would say as, as a boy, him and his older brother, which his older brother had passed since uh, uh, they, they encountered many areas with these prints and also areas that they knew that they couldn't venture too far in because they instinctively knew that they could not get out of. Uh, they felt that there were paths that they would walk down, that as they walked down them, it was as if they were walking down the path again and again and again. Oh, and that, loop. And that if they didn't back themselves out of it, they would get caught in the loop. Wow. So so there were things that this, this old man spoke of that just, I mean, from 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 the things that I've read that have always interested in me, just completely sparked of like, like okay continue where other other people were like kind of shut him down but like continue right and then he spoke of 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 putting his ear to the to the to the uh there were certain parts of the mountain where there it was more cave and, and catacomb where you know you know sound would uh, reverberate through the you know through the channels and stuff of the mountain that you could put your ear up to it and and, and almost hear machinery like in inside, the, you know, like in the earth, in and, the and, earth yeah. and and the way he described some of the stuff was just, was just fascinating. And, and he told me straight out that if I wanted to, but I would have to be blindfolded. And I'm like, okay, I don't know about that, man. But he said that there is, uh, during the autumn equinox, that there was a meeting of the big feet, um, around this mountain. And wow. that, and that there's usually like no less than six or seven because those are like the family heads. And these big feet are ones that there are different tribes, uh, different, you know, you know, ones that are, you know, different heights and ones that have different, you know, toe formations and that they would meet every season and I guess discuss territory. What? And, 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 and he said that there was one time that he was there for probably a good two hours until he said that he crawled on his belly out of the area because he just got this overwhelming f feeling that they knew he was there 
because they started kind of like like getting like looking around and right. stuff and then he just scurried away as far as he could until he got on his on his feet and he said he just took off up the mountain to his truck which was a good you know 15 20 minutes from where they were and he goes and he said that he just ran until his lungs until his legs burned because he because he, he just you know looking at these at these beings that they that like even the shorter ones it's like it's like these things are like like walking trees and 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 the way he described them i mean if you were to meet this man you would you know he you know that he's seen something right you know he's seen something yeah you know he he ex- has experienced a lot and uh, uh and he's believable oh he my oh like. my oh my goodness like 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 as far as like discernment and and feeling how someone believes something and and what they've seen and that you know they're they're not they're not saying anything to to gain anything. Uh, it, it, it's That's some of the things he he has told me. It's just absolutely amazing. I, like like the one time he talked about like years and years later, I, I spoke of as a child like as children they would not go down certain paths you know around this mountain. As an older man, you know like older man in his fifties and you know fifties, this is twenty years before what you know he is now. Uh, he that he he told himself that he would press through some of these some of these areas mm-hmm. that he wouldn't do as a child because I mean and, and you understand is that I mean in central PA like people they hunt and fish and and, and these are their land like 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 they know like the back of their hand mm-hmm. so there were areas around this mountain that he has known his entire life that he would not venture down and then as an older man you know you. You get older, there's not much, you know, you know, you've had your family, you got your kids, you know, what, what, what's harm, you know, what, what harm do you have to lose? And he said that the, the one and only time he ever tried to venture down one of these paths again, he felt something grab his gun and, and he went for it and then he pulled it out and then he fired shots in the air because he instinctively knew that, that bullets can't hurt these entities. But that sound, that crack, that right. that 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 audible boom can push them back, and then he and then he just fired twice, and then he backed mm-hmm. his butt out like he did as a child, and he just you know he 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 went on his way. Bullets can hurt them. It you just have to have the right bullet. You have to well, have the right yeah, kind but, of gun. But, but 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 he told me that that whatever 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 has has been with him his whole life because we we all have our own totems or you know guides or whatever told him flat out that the bullets aren't going to hurt him but that sound will push him back okay so you know that's interesting which, which is your grandmother grandfather used to carry a foghorn which is ironic because my, air horn, air horn. my grandfather had one of those air horns and he always had one in the woods and, and makes you. And, and he was in the military. And, and I used to always play with it, and he was he was always get pissed off with me. But he he had yeah one of those nice, you know. I mean, they're loud as heck. It mm-hmm. almost sounds like a, like an air raid signal. And uh, I always wonder why he had that. And he was military. Mm-hmm. And he was he a military was a dude. real hardcore dude. He, too. he was a hard nosed individual. Yeah. And you you had said that this guy's um, kids or no that they had or. He had said something about his kids kind of making fun of him because he, he I guess, does he live in a cabin out in the woods? Is that where he lives? Primarily, or, yeah. And you said that he had, like, the whole place was booby-trapped? 
Oh, no. Did you say that? What? Uh, no, no. <laughs> Something. I don't remember. That was funny with the way you described it. What? No, no, no. He no. He didn't have his place booby-trapped. Oh, okay. Uh, but but he, uh, he had, like, red lights up. Because cause it, it's weird. Uh, that, that spectrum of, of magenta, mm-hmm. the color pink. Yeah. Uh, humans on Earth are the only ones that can see that light. So if you light up your surroundings with that pink light... Okay. Animals, big feet. Nobody can see that light except that for true? us. That's but we can see, but they can't. It'll still it'll still appear to be black to them. Wow. But we see that magenta. Okay. So he did that around his property. Is that he set up these like these perimeter pink lighting around around his cabin so that he could see. And, they, and 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 honestly, you'll you'll see you'll see all kinds of animals walk through right through the light, and yeah. you can see them clear as day. But they still perceive darkness. So he did this just to see things, or was he recording things? Did he have recordings? Do no, you know? no, no. He he was just seeing stuff. Okay. Yeah, but I think the one story you're thinking about is when I was delivering stuff. Okay. For that that diesel cup, yeah, and and oh, is that a different mount- guy? Yeah, up the mountain. Uh, uh, I would deliver parts to the sun, and there was this house that was at the base of the hill. Okay. That was it, it looked like something from like 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 Campbell, like 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 was it, Evil Dead. Like this this cabin looked insane. There was things hanging in the trees and stuff. And I finally one day asked the the guy up at top, you know, like what's up with that cabin? He yeah. goes, he goes, he goes like that's my dad's place. Because no one goes there anymore because this. My dad claims that, you know, he saw a Bigfoot in the woods. And since that time, um, he really hasn't left his house and he has put traps all around it. And he was and he was trying to like, like he believed that Bigfoot was coming for him. So so he set out traps. He uh, uh, he was an avid hunter. So uh, he would hang game every now and again on, uh, under like bear claws and things like that. Like, 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 like he was. Like like whatever he saw in the woods traumatized traumatized him. him to the to to that extent that he basically hold him <laughs> yeah and and he put traps all over his property so so he said never ever go like don't don't drive down there like the the postman don't go to no like like don't go there it's not safe you might you might step on something and then all of a sudden I have a foot. Yeah, so I was like, okay. I see. I didn't gotcha, know those man. were two separate stories. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, maybe yeah, that was the, the same guy. Yeah, from, no. Yeah. Wow. So the guy that that yeah, you the, the, worked that, with that was, was out in and that was out like in Clearfield. Was it? Yeah, the dude I'm talking okay. about is just like right down here. Oh, so but, so but his, his cabin isn't far. No, though? no like but yeah, his cabin is. It's about forty five. I could tell. I'm not gonna, you know. Yes, say I don't. Yeah, say you any, don't want to. I mean, we don't want to disrupt the big feet. You know? No, you don't, man. But you don't um, know where they're gonna. Well, no, but I mean that's. But it would be interesting to talk to the guy. I don't know if, if I would actually want to, you know, go to this meeting of the Bigfoot. You I know, know that would be interesting. That's just well, and, and it's so weird because they're there's you know it said they're telepathic, so they would have known if he was there. Yeah, and and uh, and and he he distinctly said it was like during like the autumn equinox before wow. the winter season. Yeah. Because they had to figure out what they were going to do basically for like the hibernation time. Because, I, and, and the way he made it sound, it was weird because like he always had this like insight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if he 
was able he seemed like a very perceptive individual yeah very kind individual um uh, cared about everybody he ever met right i mean you, you could just tell that about the man so the the things he would say that it was almost like they got together you know to make sure that everybody within their group was okay mm-hmm. like you know that if like the three toed individuals needed more rations Wow. that others would help like like it like it was almost like a thing like they were coming together to make sure that they, they survived the winter like a tribe yeah it's like a tribe you know but but they but they distinctly had their own areas mm-hmm. you know they, they still respected their own stuff so. it sounds like an indian tribe so, that works together in a sense and the indians yeah. believe that the bigfoot were a tribe of men that um some of them i was just telling you this the other day that still they trade with them and they believe they were a tribe of an of an indian that became wild, that was much larger, that went off and um, formed their own, you know, way of living and stayed away from people. But, I mean, when you have eyewitnesses that see these these beings manning spacecraft and stuff, it, it makes you think twice about them just being an Indian tribe. Like, there's a lot of different theories on this, but, well, uh, well, you know. I'll, well, lately they, they spoke of as soon as you see a Bigfoot, and they disappear you see like balls of light yeah and then they disappear right so it's like yeah you the, know the, the, there's the interdimensional stuff going on there there's something going on there right. clearly right there's clearly. a lot going on guys there's a lot going on and our government knows all about it i'm sure well that is it for the show tonight i hope you guys enjoyed our show and having matt g back it's always a pleasure well, it's always a pleasure to be here. It is. I love it. Um, I will be talking to you guys soon. Should have another podcast here in the middle of the week here. I have a couple guests coming on this week. A couple more guests. Is there anything you would like to say? No, just uh, constantly put your best foot forward. And uh, everyone's got a story, man. So, uh, you know, always... Always, you know, look at the brighter side of things, no matter no matter what's going on. And the person that you're next to, whether you know them or not, they got a story too, man. So, peace. You guys have a great night. God bless you. Be safe. Take care.